we'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtails. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror fantasy podcast called Dark Dice. The story was originally an RPG game, but it's been turned into a full production audio drama, complete with an orchestral soundtrack. Six travelers embark on a journey into the dead pines to find their town's missing children, but a sinister creature that can take the form and voice of the heroes infiltrates their midst. As it kills and replaces them one by one, can our heroes figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Find out today on Dark Dice, available however you listen to podcasts. So, tell me about your show. You're listening to Soundstage, theater for your ears, a new anthology coming to you from Playwrights Horizons. We're a nonprofit off-Broadway theater in Hell's Kitchen, New York City, and we're committed to the advancement of contemporary American playwrights. We started by commissioning a handful of writers, specifically trying to build the rangiest anthology we could imagine, written not to be recorded live in front of an audience, but instead to be something that's native to the digital medium, written specifically for audio. Each piece is uh, vastly dimensionally different from its comrades in the collection. We use theater directors, theater actors, and theater designers, and we're really delighted by the way it's turned out. I was freaking out a little bit when I saw that like the future of the United States Space Program is about to like be decided as we release our space episode. I felt like it really just kind of proved something that I've really suspected for a long time, which is that we are awesome. Hi, I'm Adam Greenfield, and yes, once again, you're listening to Soundstage, Theater for Your Ears, a new podcast from Playwrights Horizons. Each episode in this series is an original standalone piece of fiction conceived for audio by some of our favorite playwrights. This week, we're on episode five, and it's called Night Night, written by Lucas Nath, directed, designed, and edited by Alex Barron. A lot has already been said about Lucas Nath, about the common links and the themes and patterns in his writing, and I don't think it's a stretch to say that a great deal more will continue to be said about his plays, each of which is driven by a sort of daredevil spirit of inquiry that's both wide-eyed and at the same time written with the precision and acuity of a lifelong skeptic. And each of his plays has this way of drawing you in only to then really cleverly subvert your relationship to it. This past fall at Playwrights Horizons, Lucas's play The Thin Place, a play about speaking to the dead, starts by debunking the tricks of mind control, only to then, in the sneakiest of ways, play those very tricks on us in the audience. His plays start with a killer hook. A preacher in a megachurch stops believing in hell. Walt Disney confronts his mortality. An imagined sequel to Henrik Ibsen's A Doll's House, a seance but each one ends by evoking capital T tragedy in which his characters are forced to reckon with the hypocrisies of their very existence. And his audio play is no exception. You're about to hear episode five of Soundstage, and the journey begins with three astronauts on their way into outer space. Tom, do we have you suited up? Yep, and everything looks a-okay. Roger that. What's run those diagnostics on, Alex? Alex, checking your heart monitor. How's that feeling? Copy, no problems on my end. Copy that. 
Just want to check that we can hear you on our end. Sue, could you tell us what you had for breakfast? Copy. I ate a granola bar and a banana and... Reading you loud and clear, Sue. Roger. Tom, I'm going to ask you to lift your right arm. I'm just going to slip this strap over You your... got it. Alex, we just want to check the connection on your CC. Roger, you want me to say something? We got it. All clear. Roger. Night Night by Lucas Nath. Scene 1. Before they are launched into space, three astronauts talk about life on Earth. She says six months is a long time. I say it's not that long. She says you don't need to go, and I say I do. And she says why? I say to fix the space station. She says why? I say because it's broken. And she says why is that important? Why do you? I don't go. They'll think I'm useless. They'll think I'm. And someone else will get my sled on this mission. She acts like this mission's no big deal. And I said you're wrong. It is a big deal. And she said I know you think it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. Not as big a deal as you think. No one cares about astronauts and what astronauts do. She said, no one even knows the names of astronauts. No one even knows who you are, except for the first ones. The first ever astronauts, and the ones who went to the moon. And the ones that get blown up in space shuttle explosions. No, that's not true. People don't remember the names of the ones who get blown up either. And I said, they'll know who I am. They'll know my name. And they'll know because someday, if I keep going the way that I'm going, I'll be one of the first ones who goes to Mars. When the time comes, when we can go to Mars, when we... And she says, she tells me, if I go on this mission, this six-month mission we're about to go on, that when I come back, she'll be gone, and I'll be... But it's my job. This is what I do. This is... And she said... And then the other girl, that other one... The redhead? No, the other one. She said almost the exact same thing to me this morning. Almost. I mean, come on, what... Are you sad? No, not really. It's just really shitty timing is all... Are you sad? I'm going to go to Mars someday, and when that happens, that'll be the... What are you looking at? Nothing. I'm looking at nothing. Scene 2. The launch. T-minus. 10. 9. 8. 7. 6. 5. 4. 3. 2. 1. Ignition. And we have liftoff. Liftoff, and the clock has started. Time, zero seconds into launch. Roger. In program 11? Roger. We're at 12 seconds and counting. Roger. Roger, we Roger, have... tower clear. Roger, Tom. Good thrust on all engines, right on the money. Roger. Roll program started. Roger, Alex. There she goes. Pitch program, a little shaky liftoff, but it's smooth as silk now, Dick. Okay. At 30 seconds. Stand by for Mode 1 Bravo. Mode 1. Mark 1 Bravo. At 47 seconds. Copy. Roger. 1 Bravo, 2 Gs. Roger, Kevin. Stand by, check in. Kevin, pressure's coming down. Copy. Roger. Your feet are wet and you are on your way. Roger, feet are wet. Still in Mode 1. Stand by for Mode 2. Roger. 1 minute, 3 seconds on the clock. EDS auto. Off. 2 engine. Out. We need to check. LV rates. 4 Gs. Copy. Roger, stand by. Copy. 1 minute, 38. We are at two minutes, three seconds. And you are go for staging. Roger, go for staging. Four Gs. Confirmed, go for staging. Inboard. Outboard. Staging. Stay. Control, please affirm standby. Roger. Confirmed, we have you staging. Roger. Check that light on the IVB. We are at three minutes, 32 seconds. Roger, Dick. We are at four minutes, 47 seconds into the mission. 48, 49, 50. Get it. Tower jet, there's Tower jet. Goes. Roger, confirmed. Tower Roger. jet. Tower jettison affirmed. Copy and ready for mode two. Adios. And your mode two. Roger, mode two is... <clears throat> You holding up fine there, Alex? Roger, holding up. Preparing for guidance. Guidance? Okay, and we got the steam running with the water. Guidance is initiated. Roger, concur. Onboard looks good, Tom. Copy, Alex. At 5.11. 5 minutes, 6 minutes, 7 minutes, 27 seconds. Dick, confirm clear status. Stand by, we are. Onboard lights, sir. Roger, lights. Stand by for pressure readout. Back to 1G acceleration. I'm looking good, Dick. Please confirm we're getting readouts on biomedical telemetry on all three. 
Roger, flight surgeon. Copy. We are getting clear readouts on biomedical telemetry. Roger, Tom. Pressure steady at 50.3. Tom. Roger. At eight minutes, you're a go. Roger, that is a beautiful trajectory, and you are confirmed for clear status. Eight minutes, zero seconds. You are go for final staging. Five. Four, go for final, final staging. staging. Stand by Two, final staging. Roger one. that, final staging. Final staging. Roger, go for it. And I reckon you can unbuckle those seatbelts now and have... Scene three. The astronauts are in space. How's it look up there? Looks good on board, Declan. We've got a beautiful view of the... See the Earth there? Those effects of zero G. How are you hanging in there, Al? Roger, I'm hanging in. <laughs> See the Earth here, and it's... Roger. Got a big blue ocean out there. Oh, must be something. Wish you were here to see it, Dick. Not sure if that's a star. Wish I could see what you're seeing. Make sure to take some pictures. <laughs> Roger. Man, I tell you, this is worth all those hours in the vomit comet. Roger, not really. I wish we were here, Dick. So do I. Next in line. That's what they tell me. Roger, you'll get here. Just a rickety ticker here. Little heart problem got me grounded, but I'm doing my best. Scene four. The astronauts do the work that astronauts do. We have a pretty full schedule. We need you guys. Ready when you are. At 9.20. Check the valve in section H. Copy. Alex, I'd like to start you off with exercise. Copy. Sue, get some photos on the upcoming ATS passes. Roger. Replace the H valve and then test the H valve. Roger. I need to get your heart rate up to at least 70. Copy. 12.46. There's a faulty panel on the... Copy. Check the temperature on the fungal specimens. Roger. Those ATS passes are coming up in 10... Copy. 8. 2.05. Alexander. I'm exercising now. Have you update the navigation? Roger. It's on 37. Sue, your first target is Copy. the Control isn't happy with the readout we're getting on that H. Roger. Um, we need you to adjust your trajectory. Roger, stand by. Sue, your next target is the Grand Canyon. Copy. Alexander, can you confirm that you're still exercising? I'm still exercising. Copy that. Copy. Tom, we need you to update those coordinates now. Roger. 5.05 o'clock. Tom, we're going to need you to go a little faster. Sorry, I can't move that fast. I'm trying. Uh, but... You don't have the go-ahead to stop exercising, not yet. Roger. Sue, I think you missed Death Valley. Those pictures aren't Roger. Right. This is your last chance. Copy. Roger. For a collision if you Copy. Heart rate is at 75. Six we're behind schedule, folks. We need to... Scene 5. After a long and difficult day of work, the astronauts sleep. Except for Tom, who doesn't sleep at all. Scene 6. When the astronauts wake up in the morning, Mission Control makes them answer a bunch of questions about how they're doing. Ready for morning reports. Go ahead. Day 2. 8, 11 o'clock. Crew, do you copy? We copy. When you're ready, stand by for dietary All right, reports. let's start with dietary reports. One chicken, one cream spinach, one... Please confirm your heart rates and blood pressure. Have your radiation levels. Give me your approximate stress level. What's your water consumption? Urination and urine color. Bowel movements, if any. And consistency of approximate size of bowel. Sleep. Could you please report on uh, duration and quality of sleep? Al, we have you down for... Seven hours, 15 minutes. Please confirm whether... Affirm. Copy. Any interruptions? Any... No. Copy. Sue. Roger. 
Five hours, 30 minutes. That's affirm. Any interruptions? Affirm. Woke up around 3 a.m., awake for approximately 30 minutes. Copy. And Tom? Stand by. Roger, stand by. Our readouts? Copy. We show only 45 minutes of sleep. Tom, can you... Roger. Is that affirm? Tom, is that affirm? That's a negative. That's a negative. That's a negative. Roger, we have negative. Do you, could you just I slept for seven hours last night. Roger. Roger. You sure that's Pretty a, sure about that, Roger. Because we have you sleeping for all I you. copy that. 45 minutes. That's not correct. Definitely slept for seven yeah, hours. Can you one more time confirm your reading? We have 45. Copy 45. Roger, that's a first. Definitely seven hours. Six maybe, probably seven. Maybe so maybe you can check that monitor and make sure everything is working the way. Copy. Roger, stand by. Checking the monitor. You're wrong. That's not, no. Seven hours, definitely. I Scene seven. Sue and Tom have a secret conversation in the middle of the night while Alex sleeps. Kind of seems like they're on my ass. You just... Kinda. Because you didn't sleep last night. So? You didn't sleep. I slept. Very little. I... No, I know you're not sleeping. For the past two days. For the past three days. For the past four days, we've been in orbit for... For almost a week, you've barely slept. It's now... I've never had this problem before. Are you having trouble sleeping because you're nervous? About... The extravehicular mission? No. Because spacewalks are scary. Not really. Going out into space, into nothingness, just you and me? Nah. Fixing the space station, scared that you'll mess up? Nah. It'll be fine. Nothing to worry about. And they won't let me come back if they find out I'm not sleeping. Grounded in mission control. I can't... No more missions to Mars. No more these... I really want to go to Mars. Just like Dick. They found out he had some heart pains here and there. A little pain. No big. So what? Who cares? And now he's grounded, stuck in mission control. Never coming to space. Never... Replaced with that guy, that Russian, never trained with us, never part of our. He is not one of us. Gonna keep happening if we. They're gonna replace us with Japanese and Russians and. It used to be that we were the leaders and that. And whatever happened to. Slipping away right out of our. And look at him slipping like. He's lazy! I'm gonna need your help here. I'm gonna need your help here. What sort of. The monitor. What? This thing that they got me hooked up to. Yes. What Make about it? Make it so that they can't tell. Make it so that... Tell them that my monitor is broken, that they can't watch me, can't listen to my body, can't tell what I... Tell them that the monitor is broken, and... You want me to actually break the monitor? Yeah. Break it. You know how to do it so it doesn't look like we broke it. That's a bad idea. That's a good idea. No. But you know how. I do. Yes, I do, but... So... Because really, actually, I feel fine. I feel really good. I feel like I'm at the top. You're going of my to crash. Sharp as and drink coffee, stay hydrated. You crash, it affects me. It affects Volunteered all of us. for extra exercise because that helps too. Keeps me alert, keeps the blood running. It's not just concentration. Just about making my body focus and it's all in your head. But almost like I can push from the back of my head to make myself more awake and feel like more I fought for you to be on this mission. I told Dick and I told Bo and I told Vance. I said she's the best, she's top, she's a pro, she's a real I know. told them that I couldn't do it without you. I know. If I hadn't put my neck on the line, then But what if Yes, what? The problem doesn't go away. It will. And you get worse. Scene A. The next morning. I told you my biomedical monitor was broken. Day six. We are at 8, 10 o'clock, and 27 days until extravehicular Roger, mission. I told you it was wrong about how much I was sleeping. Roger. I told you I was sleeping. Any sort of workaround that we could try to get his biomedical monitor up and working again? No. Sue? No workaround. You can't just... Nope. And you couldn't? Nope. So how do we... You can't. Confirm that we are getting no biomedical data from Tom for this entire mission. Roger. Nothing we Actually, can... Actually? Nothing. 
it seems like one possible solution would be to just switch back and forth between Tom and Sue, have one wear the monitor one day and the other the other day. They could share? Doesn't that seem like a workable solution? No, I don't think... Roger, that's a very bad idea. You just get half the data on two people instead of all of the data on one I person. agree, that's a very bad idea. Oh, shit, then. Roger, sorry, Copy. Chief. Nothing we can do. We need to move on. Scene 9. After a long day, the astronauts play a game to keep their spirits up. Okay, okay, okay. So how many space somersaults can you do in a row? <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe... Flipping without stopping. No touching the walls or equipment. Ten. <laughs> uh, no one can do ten. Show me. Okay. All right. Here I go. Okay, so that's one. That's two. Okay, so that's two. Tom can do two. With practice, I could do more. Let me try. Alex is going to try. <laughs> one. Two. Three. Is that it? For now. That's all you can do. No, I can't do five in a row. That was three. Five is a lot harder than three. I know, but I can't do five. That was three, but at my best I can five. So you're saying you're not at your best? You're did five all the time on the Russian missions and the Soyuz missions. You're not on the Soyuz anymore. What does that mean? Just saying you do a lot less here than you did on the Soyuz. Five is very difficult, Sue. I bet you can't even do three. I bet I can do four in a row. Four is difficult. Tom can barely do two. Tom isn't very good at this. I could probably do three. I can do five. If I can do four, what will you give me? I'll give you my strawberries. I don't want your strawberries. That's what I... I do four, then I get to sleep where you sleep. That's not... No. Why? Because I know why you sleep where you sleep. You sleep where you sleep because where you sleep is by the water tank. And when you sleep by the water tank, you get less radiation. Okay. You get less radiation there. I know that's why you don't want to let anyone else have that spot. And that's why you're always the first to sleep, because you don't want to give up that spot. You, okay. Where I sleep, that's the spot where the radiation levels are highest, and I don't want that spot anymore. I don't want any more radiation than I already you, get all sorts of tumors. If, if I win, I win, I get your spot for the next week. If I win, we trade, and, no. and I won't play the game. Five. I have to do five? You can't do five. Okay. I can probably do five. I could probably do three. Okay, you will do five. How many tries do one, I One. One try. If I can do five, then I get the spot by the water tank for the remainder of the mission. And if I lose, then you get the spot for the remainder of the mission. Deal? Deal. Okay, that's one. That's easy. Two is also easy. It will start to get harder on the third. That's three. Okay, so what? That's three. If I practice, I could probably do that. Four is harder. See? You're having difficulty on the fourth. That's four, but you're not going to be able to do the fifth. I can tell. I can tell you're not going to be able to do five. Nope. She's doing five. Nope. <laughs> five. You're not in the Soyuz anymore, Alex. Scene ten. Alex has a problem. I have a problem. Roger, Alex, what's your problem? I'm very unsatisfied by my assignments on this mission. Day 17, 4.15 o'clock. Roger, would you repeat that, Alex? 16 days until extravehicular mission. 
I believe my talents are underutilized. I was supposed to be doing things here, but of all the things I was supposed to be doing, the experiments and the studies, I am not doing. Uh, we copy. We had to make some adjustments to the flight plan. All I have been doing is reporting temperature, reporting cabin pressure, and exercising. I have been exercising a lot. Uh, well, because we haven't been able to get biomed readings from Tom, we've had to uh, give you the bulk. Uh, Roger, I understand. Roger, we appreciate your cooperation with these last-minute changes. Sue and Tom do everything, and they are going on the spacewalk. Roger, that was the original idea. Do not anticipate it. We'd like to propose that if a second extravehicular mission is, is necessary... Roger, Alex, we copy, but we do not anticipate needing a second... Roger, but if a second one is needed, I would like to go on that mission. Flight director, do you copy? Alex, we copy. And? The answer is no. No. Roger, that's a negative. Explain why. Several factors. I have trained extensively for extravehicular copy. activity. Copy, we hear you. You trained. We are aware of that. The answer is no. Why? You haven't trained in our suits. It's close enough. You haven't trained with the other two. Our professionals, they are yeah, adaptable. If there's a problem in the suit... And there won't be... But a... if policies are... Regulations prohibit... Very strict, so... You have to understand... The position we're in is... If a Russian cosmonaut died in an American suit, it would be... Oh, a, come on. Just the kind of... Oh, come on. It's... Uh, Alexander, we appreciate your understanding. You're... Scene 11. In the middle of the night... Alex and Sue have a secret conversation while Tom pretends he is sleeping. I'm sorry for waking you up, Sue, but... It's not... Uh, speak with you about... It's very late. Sometimes I... don't think you like me. No, like I... Like me better than Tom likes me. Tom hates me. You don't hate me, but you don't like me. I'm neutral. But if you're neutral with me, but better than neutral with him, then I might have a problem. I might... I know something. I know something that you and him are trying to keep secret from... And if I say something about it, and if nobody believes me, then I look like the bad guy. I look like the difficult one, but I know I'm right. And if I tell them what I saw, they would not believe. I am not difficult. I am not. I am very easy. And Tom's a mess. Screwing up. And you know it. And I know you know it. He's not handling this mission well. He's not... I have seen him working, then stop, and for a long time, just stop. His eyes closed, and you see him eyes closed, and you nudge back, nudge him awake, and... Down there, they do not know about this, but I know, and you know. But you haven't told them. You... No, he cannot function. You think I... Should tell Mission Control what's really happening, because if I tell, they won't believe me, and if you don't tell them, they will send you and him on the spacewalk, and he will screw it up, and who knows what will... There's nothing to tell. There's nothing to... Just answer me this. This is all I'm asking. What? Do you feel safe? Safe. With him, do you feel safe going out there with him? Very soon, you are going on an extravehicular mission, and you will be out there with him, alone with him. Do you feel that if something went wrong, he could react, he could save you? Do you think if you need... I could, I am real... But you... And he... And they all... It's just so awkward sometimes. Your country, my country... We are always in competition, even though... One thing I learned from uh, being a Buddhist is that... Perspectives are... Been away from Earth so long, I... And all I want more than anything, that moment where I am out there in space, out there in space floating, and I can look down and I can see the earth and I can say to myself, there is the earth and there are my feet. There is the earth and there are my, there are my feet. Just, and there is the earth beneath. If, 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 if I cannot have that moment, then why was I even born? Why? And if I do tell what I know? You won't. Seems I've got no other choice. You said they won't believe you. But maybe they will. Don't. Don't say anything. I... If you agree to say nothing, I'll give you your old spot. The spot by the water tank so you don't get so much radiation. 
You can have that spot back if you agree that you'll keep this to your... No. But you like to sleep next to the water tank. If you don't tell them, I will. I will tell and... Scene 12. It's the middle of the night and Alex is asleep and Tom is still not sleeping and Sue can't sleep because Tom's not sleeping and because she's worried that if he doesn't get some sleep then something really bad is going to... So I made a list. I made a list. A list? Of everything you could possibly do to make yourself sleep. I'm going to go through the list and... Meditation. Yes. You've tried? Yes. Breathing exercises. Yes. Melatonin. Yes. Triazolam. Yes. Doxepin. Yes. Tamazepam. Yes. Doing math problems in your head. Yes. Crossword puzzles. Yes. Sudoku. Yes. Writing. Yes. Reading. Yes. What about reading something really boring? Yes. Making lists? Yes. Listening to music? Yes. Relaxing music? Yes. Closing your eyes and refusing to open them? Yes. Watching movies? Yep. Praying? Yes. Masturbating? Yes. Like several times in a row. Yes. Chamomile tea. Yes. Or what about closing your eyes and just letting the thoughts go? Just tell yourself that you can think anything you want and you don't stop your head from thinking whatever it wants to think. No. Should try it. No. Because maybe that's the problem. You're trying to keep your head from thinking what it wants to think. No. Why? Scared to. But. No. Tom. Tom. Yes. Next week. Yes. We're going out there, we're going to get into spacesuits, we're going to be tethered by a cable to the ship, and we're going out into a vacuum, into space, into nothingness. Yeah. And it's dangerous. Roger, I. It's, Roger that, I. And it's going to be you, and it's going to be me, and we're going to have to do work on the space station, and we're going to fix a space station that's worth billions of dollars, that took years and thousands of people to get into orbit, and if we screw it up, then the whole thing breaks, and then it's my fault, and it's your fault, and... Fact is, I know if there's a problem, they'll say it's more my fault than your fault because they're like that with the women. No one admits it, but it's true. They're always don't want to be the one they all use as an example of. You're keeping me up. I have to go to sleep. Maybe it would help me sleep if you hold me. Hold you? As I close my eyes and... Hold you. Might help me fall asleep. Might help. I think it would be a little awkward yes. in zero G Yes, to... I guess. Sure. You're right. I need to no, sleep. No, no, that's okay. I... If you don't get some sleep, Alex is going to tell Mission Control. Said if I don't tell them, then he'll tell I him. know. I heard. Scene 13. Mission Control runs through final plans for the spacewalk. One last time, we're going to run through the plans for the spacewalk. We're at 11.06. Please confirm. Turn to page 187 of your... 8.25. And seven days until extravehicular mission. And after you suit up, you will exit the spacecraft. Turn left, you will locate a five-foot rod and... Make sure you move at a rate of one foot per 20 seconds. Remove the panel labeled HRGG045. Careful of any debris. Possibility of debris that could puncture the suit, so you have... Once the panel is open... Careful of the... You could short the... Set off the radiator. The whole space station will incinerate it. And make sure you pause every two-minute mark and confirm oxygen tank level. Check to make sure that the cabin pressure levels That's are... That's the outer cabin unit we're talking about, huh? Or else blocked out of the space. Nothing we can do. Do you copy? Roger, I copy. Do you copy, Tom? Roger, all of that copy. All right. Are there any questions or concerns? No concerns, no questions? Roger. Go ahead, Tom. I'm going to recommend that Alex replace Sue on the mission. Roger. Do you copy? You are requesting that Alex replace Sue on the spacewalk? Roger, that's a firm. 
Sue, have Negative. you... Negative. Roger, I am very surprised by what Thomas just said, and I'm not sure why Tom said what Tom just said. Observe Sue drift off on several occasions in the past couple of Roger, weeks. Roger, that's a negative. Flight surgeon can confirm that she's been sleeping five, four hours a night. Think it's taken a toll? Stand by, Tom. I have we not. Confirmation. That's a negative. Tom is the one who has been having problems Down sleeping. Down here in Mission Control, we're under the impression that Tom has been sleeping six to seven hours, and the impression we had that he was not sleeping was due to the broken biomed yes, monitor. Yes, that's yes, that's are true. Are you telling I... us that Tom's monitor was not Sue, broken? are you telling us that Tom's monitor was not broken? Because three weeks ago, Roger, you said... Can you for us whether yes, or not... Yes, I did report that Tom's monitor Tom's was Tom's monitor broken. is broken, but your monitors have data reporting that you've been sleeping four to five hours a night. Roger, I... And Alex... Roger. Alex, have you also observed Sue falling asleep mid-activity? You copy, Alex? Yes. Have you? I have. Is that a firm? Roger, that's a firm. Copy, that's a firm. I've seen her drift off. And you? Do not think she should go on this extravehicular mission. Copy. Stand by while we... I do not affirm Sue, stand by while we... Stand by. Scene 14. Tom tries to say he's sorry. Sue. Sue. What? I'm sorry. I'm not a bad guy. You were going to tell them that I wasn't... wasn't going to tell. Yes, you said... I have no choice. If you had... You have to understand. No, I don't. Won't ever come back. That's it for no, me. No, that's I'm... not necessarily... I need to go on this mission. I couldn't just... And when I get home, there's nothing there. I have nothing. This is all I have. I have nothing. I'm all alone. And now I know why. Someday you'll forgive me. Didn't have a choice. I had gonna go to Mars and... I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping a lot now. Like seven, eight hours a night. I sleep all night now. And when I sleep, it's all... Nightmares. Terrible nightmares. Nightmares about the spacewalk that's happening in three days. Two days. That's happening tomorrow. Every night. Same nightmare. Where I'm out there in the suit and the tether breaks. In the dream, I never see how it breaks or why it breaks. But that's what happens every time the tether breaks and I try to grab onto the edge of the ship, but I miss. And I just keep going farther and farther away from the spacecraft. And my suit is equipped with a nitrogen blast and I fire it and hope that it sends me back to the direction of the spacecraft. But every time it either doesn't fire or it misfires or it fires, but it fires in the wrong direction. And so I keep floating because there's nothing to stop me. But I have my radio, and I have about 45 minutes of oxygen left in the primary tank, and I can hear mission control, and they can hear me, and the people on Earth in mission control, they can patch me through to maybe a girlfriend or something. And I try calling, but she doesn't pick up. So I try calling one of my other girlfriends, but she's not home. And I ask mission control to play me a song or something. But in the dream, they don't have any of the music that I like. And so I sit in silence and I look around and I can see the stars and the stars look different because all I have is a thin visor between me and the stars. 
and I can see what starlight really looks like, and real starlight is all sorts of colors like red and purple and blue. And when my 45 minutes of oxygen run out, I have a choice. I can let them run out, or I can switch to my secondary tank, and that will give me another two hours. And I can just use that two hours to call my mother and say goodbye, or I could just sit drifting off, looking at the stars. But whether or not I switch to those secondary tanks, either way, eventually the oxygen will run out. And when it runs out, it runs out gradually. And when it runs out, I start to feel myself fading. My vision becomes hazy, and the sun looks like two blurry suns. And I look at our spacecraft, and the spacecraft now looks like a tiny little white speck, a small point of light way far away but a far away that seems sort of close and easy to get to, except I'm too tired to try, and that feels good, because that's how the brain tells you to feel in moments like this. That's how, and I feel sleepy, and I feel slow, and I feel hazy, and I feel nice, and then my brain shuts off, and soon after, so do I. And then... That's when I wake up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Soundstage. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast fix. That's the best way you can help us connect with more adventurous listeners like yourself. This season of Soundstage is made possible by a grant from the Sherman Foundation's Axel G. and Catherine Rosine Fund. Night Night was written by Lucas Nath, directed by, sound designed by, and edited by Alex Barron. The series line producer is Allison Koch, recorded at CDM Studios in New York City. Additional production services and support from Acoustic Guide, casting by Kelly Gillespie. The role of Alex was played by Josiah Banya. Ebony Booth played Sue. Michael Cullen was the director. The role of Tom was played by Ariane Moyed. Linda Powell played the surgeon. And the role of Dick was played by Aaron Weiner. Additional voices, Alex Barron, Clara Bosch, Adam Greenfield, and Allison Koch. Night Night was commissioned by and premiered at the 2013 Humana Festival of New American Plays at Actors Theatre of Louisville. The series is produced by Playwrights Horizons, a not-for-profit theatre company in New York City. If you like what you heard, you can support the Soundstage program by texting SOUNDSTAGE20 to 44321. Your donation will allow us to commission more artists, complete production on more podcasts, and continue to provide our writers with a much-needed creative outlet during these unprecedented times. To learn more about Playwrights Horizons and how you can support more theatrical adventures like this podcast, visit us online at soundstagepodcast.org. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at SoundstagePH. We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtails. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of the award-winning sci-fi podcast Vast Horizon. Join agronomist Dr. Nalira Eck as she embarks on a spaceship designed to populate a new solar system and wakes up alone on one of the ship's operating tables. Unable to find anyone else on board the vessel, which has numerous mission-critical problems, it quickly becomes one woman's fight for survival against the vast emptiness of space. 
Vast Horizon is available for free however you listen to podcasts. So check it out today to experience new things, new skies, and new people.